The Pleasure Project with Donna Skoglund, day 30. I've spent the last few days with my sister who has a doctorate in psychology. So we've been talking a lot about confidence, desire, change, how to create a great life. I've been picking her brain with all the things that I've been thinking about for this project. So we were talking about how to create belief in yourself and your capacity to achieve your goals. And your ability to create the changes you want is not just about how much you want it, like how strong your desire is. It's about being able to remove and overcome all the blocks, the subconscious beliefs, thoughts that go against it. And here's kind of the irony about going after our dreams and our desires. The process of dreaming is really fun. And I talked about that in episode 10, this morning I went to Paris. A lot of the time, change is extremely uncomfortable and unpleasant. And this is because change is doing things differently. And that is always going to be inherently unsettling. So the way that you can align your beliefs with your goals and build the confidence to achieve them is to systematically expose yourself to uncomfortable and scary situations that bring up your fears. And also for you to expose yourself to these scary things and recognize that they're actually not that scary. And you're able to process the emotions that come up and know that you're gonna be okay. And this is why they say that change happens outside of your comfort zone. So creating a new belief is way more about a process of elimination. So you need to remove any beliefs that oppose the new belief, the belief that is aligned with you achieving your goals or creating the changes that you want. So the challenge is that, yes, it's uncomfortable, but the, the, the first challenge is actually uncovering the beliefs in the first place. And this is where a therapist or a coach could be really helpful. And they are there to help you find those subconscious beliefs by listening to you, asking questions, seeing a different perspective that you might not be able to see because you can't see your own blind spots. So once you uncover what those subconscious blocks are, then you can start to challenge them. And this is, this is the uncomfortable part. And it can also be uncomfortable to see, oh my gosh, I've been believing this thing that is the, the reason why I've gotten in my own way and why I've maybe sabotaged myself. So some of my limiting beliefs were that I need to do more and take more action and go faster to achieve my goals. So this process that I've been working on in this project is slowing down and doing less. And that is extremely uncomfortable for me because my default, my normal, my comfort zone is just do, 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 go, 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 faster, rush, pressure, and eliminating all that. It feels like I'm, I'm doing it wrong. It feels weird. It feels not normal to me. But the more I do that, the more, the more that becomes the new normal. And then that just becomes the new operating system. So working with a coach or therapist can help you see your own patterns and then you can 
use your self-awareness and mindfulness to stay really present so you just you don't default into those patterns and that's also the challenging part because our brain is designed to be efficient and it's efficient when it can just kind of repeat the same thing and it can just slide into those same neural pathways and think the same thoughts which create the same feelings that lead to the same actions and then we kind of live in this groundhog day situation and nothing changes. So it's, you know, that each kind of part of the process can be, can be a little bit uncomfortable. So because this is the pleasure project, I was thinking about, okay, since we can understand that the process of change can be unpleasant, uncomfortable, how can, how can we find more pleasure in it? How can, you find more pleasure in it? How can I find more pleasure in it? So I, I came up with six steps. So number one is enjoying the dreaming. And it is so fun to just allow your imagination to run wild and to take yourself to the point where the goal is achieved. It is done. And imagine how you would feel and savor that feeling and allow yourself to enjoy that feeling right now. And what's so awesome about our imagination and our brains is our brains don't know the difference between a real or an imagined reality. So the when you can see it very clearly and the more you can see it with details and take yourself there in your mind, the more you will experience the feelings and then you have that alignment of your thoughts and your feelings and that's where the magic starts to happen. Step two is you wanna bring a playful and compassionate curiosity to mining for your limiting beliefs. And it's important to understand that sometimes this is what I see in my clients is like we uncover a block or a belief or a pattern and sometimes the tendency can to be to beat ourselves up about it and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing that. It makes no sense. But our brains do that. It creates beliefs to protect us. So be gentle and kind with yourself as you unearth your blocks. They are there for a reason. It might not be a reason that makes a whole lot of logical sense when we look at it but we can try to understand it and just be so compassionate with ourselves. Number three is to get help, to find a coach or therapist that can hold space for you to help you find those subconscious beliefs. I think having a coach is so much fun. I get coached every single week and it's just so nice to have someone that is there just to listen to me and just to be curious about what's going on and be curious about those underlying drivers, those beliefs, those thoughts. And they are there solely to support you in creating the life that you want. I mean, it's someone that's there for that purpose. That's their only purpose, which is awesome. Number four is to hone your skill of mindfulness and practice being more present and self-aware, which is very pleasurable. And a lot of our suffering comes from just not being mindful and not being present and being in the future or the past and projecting 
things that are just completely not true. So when you can learn how to be the observer of your thoughts and feelings and watch them with that self-compassion and radical acceptance, there is just a, a real joy in that. Number five is to reframe any discomfort that you do have. And it's important to remind yourself that you are evolving and that's a beautiful thing. The discomfort of change isn't actually any worse than the discomfort of feeling stuck. It's just unfamiliar. It's just not something we're used to. So our brain does not like what it doesn't know and it resists that. So I like to think of it as being on a wild adventure and I was telling my client this and I, want, I asked her if she likes to travel and she said yes. And I said, okay, imagine this is like going to a country where you've never been before and you know that how you approach that you approach it with an openness and a curiosity and a sense of adventure and fun and you're willing to just put yourself in completely new and unfamiliar situations and it's actually really fun so can you think about the process of change like that and the process of getting out of your comfort zone like that and any discomfort you feel you can just reframe that number six is to celebrate your tiny wins along the way. Celebrate <clears throat> your efforts and you showing up for yourself. And this is so, so important because this helps to reinforce our motivation to keep going. And I think so many of us quit so too fast because it's uncomfortable or maybe we don't get the results we want fast enough. I know that's definitely been my challenge. It's like I, I'm so impatient. I think that things should happen way faster than they do. And letting go of that and focusing on the progress you are making and all the, and celebrate it every step of the way. And to recognize that not everyone is willing to do what's necessary to improve their life and you are doing it. All right. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.